and welcome to the Fleet Geeks podcast. We're here to help develop fleet and transport professionals. Do you want to progress and develop your skills and knowledge? We promise to bring lively conversation and debate around interesting issues and keep you bang up to date with changes in our awesome industry. The Fleet Geeks are a community of professionals and if you enjoy the podcast, why not join the discussion for free in the Fleet Geek community over on Facebook. Mike Vickers, the red light is rolling, mate. There we are, red light rolling. We don't say yeah, it's, 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 it comes comes round, doesn't it? The red light time, and uh, here <laughs> we are, ready hope, to hoping it's going to behave itself, yeah. mate, because it hasn't been so far this morning. We've had some technical technical issues, but uh, there we go. That's uh, hopefully we're not going to have th- any on Thursday, which is uh, what we're talking Ooh, about. What's here. happening on Thursday then, Pete? Well, th- that's what the podcast is all about, mate. It's a bit of a bit of a surprise, mate. If you could imagine Christmas. Halloween and fireworks all wrapped into one, you'd not even quite come close to how excited <laughs> Thursday's going to be. Oh, even I'm excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're recording this. Today is, so we're going to time this one. Normally we try and make evergreen content, but today we're going to have a bit of fun. Uh, we're recording this on Friday the 17th of March and it's going to be going out on Monday the 20th. Yeah, wouldn't, yeah. It, wouldn't it? Monday, yeah, Monday the twentieth yeah, for so. the Fleet Geeks podcast on Monday the twentieth, uh, because on Thursday the twenty third, mm-hmm. we have got our first ever oh, transport yeah. briefing. How about that? Hey, how about that? Our first ever transport briefing. What do you reckon, Mike? I think it's well, it's it's uh, it's very exciting, isn't it? It's. Uh, it's it's a first as you say like a first for us. I know we've been talking about it for a little while now, and it's just a another way of getting the message out there, isn't there? Really, in in terms of what we're trying to do in the uh, with engaging with the industry, and um, I, I guess um, you know we're not without giving too much away about numbers. So the numbers I've seen. Uh, so far have been quite encouraging I think we've had quite a bit of support it's been for a first event it's been really it's looked really popular for us and we're, we're really pleased with that there's a few spaces left so if you're listening to this and you fancy popping to Peterborough on a on Thursday evening Hopefully you listen to this on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday beforehand. Uh, give us a shout, sign up for it. Um, but there should be, there should be a little bit of space. We've yeah. got quite a big room available to us. Um, and, um, you know, we're, we're looking forward to welcoming as many people as we can, really, for the transport briefings. We're looking to do them quarterly, aren't we, Mike? Yes, that's right. Yeah, I suppose, you know, it's uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's an idea. You know, doing, doing webinars and doing, uh, you know, doing stuff online is, is great, but it's, it's nothing beats really face-to-face stuff, is there? And meeting people... Um, you know, let's face it. Where we are in Peterborough, it's you know we're not uh, we're, we're well connected, so it's it's uh, not difficult to get to. Um, no, absolutely. So we yeah we're on the uh, it's at our HQ, um, which is right on the main industrial estate in Peterborough called Fengate. Many of you truckers out there who have been driving before, no doubt will have done a delivery of some description to Fengate in your time. I'm sure. Birkins. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're sort of right here in the thick of it, and um, you know there's going to be some uh, some light refreshment and bits and pieces and plenty of networking and people to chat to you can obviously come and meet uh, Mike and I who are clearly going to be the stars of the show you know Um, and then we've got these uh, these other speakers who are coming along but you know all you really need to know is Mike and I are talking (laughs) (laughs) sorry Karen sorry uh, Natalie we are we are just joking now I'm very Um, very much looking forward to uh, 
uh, hearing Karen and Natalie uh, talk. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, what are, what are they? Uh, what, what? Let's 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 deal with what what's uh, what's Natalie going to bring to the table? Yeah. So Natalie, Natalie's been on the podcast. Um, so for those that have listened to, she's been on a half dozen things podcast actually, not Fleet Geeks. Um, but Karen, uh, sorry, Natalie is she's our insurance broker as well. So uh, Natalie uh, heads up uh, Goodson's uh, insurance brokers who are based in Peterborough. Um, they are a boutique insurance brokers who focus primarily on fleet operators. Boutique? I've never heard the t- I've never heard the term boutique and, and truck operators in the same sentence. I know, right? Yeah. Sexy, isn't it? I make it sound right sexy. Yeah. Um, I think Natalie's going to like that. I think she's going to steal it. Um, but no, yeah, I've come across this. What's this boutique term come from? I think I've come it from. I've bought. I bought it along from. It's kind of like this specialised sort of small, small yeah. niche type, kind of niche thing, type yeah. business. Yeah, it's boutique, isn't it? Yeah. Niche, niche, I think niche makes it sound too small, doesn't it? So yeah, it's, yeah. it's a big area. And I, you, I know Goodson's are well known in the, uh, in the uh, industry. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Natalie's got well a very enviable customer list, for sure. And um, yeah, we're, uh, we're really pleased that she's, uh, she's agreed to come along. Uh, she really does know her onions when it comes to insurance. That's for sure. And, um, you know, the feedback I've had, I've put her into a few of our customers and uh, they've been dead impressed with the service she, she mm. offers. So, and she's going to be talking about, um, you know, insurance, uh, risk, uh, you know, sort of uh, how you can save on your insurance, what you can do as a fleet, the things you can start to think about uh, to help protect you. And um, obviously she's not just going to be pitching her business. She's going to be there just sharing some information. So hopefully it's going to be some good value for the people that come along. Um, so yeah, really excited to hear from Natalie. Like I say, she is a real expert in the insurance field. She really understands and, and she'll be able to field questions. You know, there'll be a bit of a Q and a, obviously young drivers is always an issue drivers with points, uh, bits and pieces like that. So she can, uh, she can start to look at some of the things that you as a fleet can do proactively to, um, uh, to protect your insurance premium as best you can. Yeah, you can't can't undervalue you know a, a boutique uh, knowledge uh, enough, really, can you? Especially in this industry, and I think insurance is something that um, you know operators tend to probably not give as much thought to as they need to. Um, quite often, it's looked as a kind of bit of a distress purchase, really, isn't it? You need to in, you need to buy insurance to stay legal. But if you've made the wrong decision with the wrong broker, it's going to come back and bite you on the backside. That's, and, and that's the tricky thing, isn't it? You never really know how good your insurance until is you until need it's it. too yeah, late. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. And um, I think uh, I think with Natalie, one of the things I really like about it, and I think a lot of our clients who use are like is that you get to know her and her team. You know, she's got, a, a, I'm, I'm not sure exactly how many claims handlers and people she's got in the business, but you get to know them by name, you get your own person, you know, um, and, uh, and and you just, you, you know, you get to know them by name, which I think is really important building that, that rapport with people. Whereas a lot of brokers who are, you know, a lot of the private brokers are getting bought up by the big income, yeah, big companies yeah. and they're becoming a little bit faceless, aren't yeah, they? And if, you, if, if, you phone a, if you phone a helpline somewhere connected to a giant insurance company, then the person on the other end of that phone is not going to understand about mm, our business, absolutely. not going to understand yeah. about our industry and the challenges we face. And, and it's just going to be a, a you know, get customer service by numbers kind of thing. Whereas I think that that personal boutique touch is, uh, absolutely. is vital. Yeah, absolutely. Getting to know your, your, your handler by first name terms, you know, you'll have your own account manager and uh, away you go. So I think that's fantastic. Uh, yeah. And then we've got uh, Karen Chris Karen, from yeah. Convey. Do you remember Karen from when you were at Logistics UK? 
Uh, yes, yes, uh, I do. And uh, we met up, met up with, with Karen at an event. I was with you. I uh, can't remember where it was now. It was... Uh, Tesco Durft. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. So... Um, yeah, so Karen's got a good good uh, history in the industry again in that area, hasn't she? She was at uh, yeah, she was yeah. commercial commercial at RHA and at Logistics UK, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and her, in her current role, she works for Convey, um, who are a software provider, and she's talking about safety and technology in the fleet sector. So I don't, I've not been too closely managing uh, what's going on. It's been down to our fantastic marketing and events lady uh, Tracy. Uh, for flagship who's been busy organising the speakers and making sure people are in the right place at the right time and all that sort of thing. So, um, but yeah, I know Karen's talking about safety and technology, which I feel she's well she's well positioned to to sort of speak yeah, about. Yeah, it's, it's using technology to its best uh, best advantage, really, isn't it? And helping us in the fleet sector manage our vehicles mm. and, and drivers uh, safely. Which so, is so then I've he- I've heard that Tracy's asked some geezer called Mike to come along and uh, and, and share a bit. Yeah, I've kind of been press ganged into it. Uh, <laughs> what yeah. you got up your sleeve, mate? What you got up your sleeve if people so, want to come along? Yeah, it's uh, I, I'm going to be talking about mind the gap, and uh, yeah, it's not not something to do with the uh, London Underground and, and a light in a train. Um, it's to do with the skills gap between somebody passing a transport manager certificate of professional competence (TMCPC) exam. Um, and actually being a transport manager. Um, so that, you know, I think it's widely recognised and, and it, it hopefully it will start a little bit of a debate uh, about where we're going in as an industry with the transport manager exam. Is it still fit for purpose? Uh, does it serve a purpose? And does it serve those people who, who qualify um, on that uh, the exam? Uh, does, it, does it give them the right skills necessary to... Um, to step up, if you like, from going into the next phase, which is which is actually being a TM. Um, not all TMs, not all people who pass the exam uh, will go on to be named on an operator's license, and sometimes that's not what they're that you know that's not what they're there about. Um, they may support a license holder. They may be there for some contingency planning, uh, but nevertheless, they will be you know they will be sort of holding the reins. And I, I often think about it as. Hi, it's Pete from Flagship Partners. We're really proud to sponsor the Fleet Geeks podcast. Flagship Partners offer a range of consultancy and training services to ensure that our customers remain compliant and have the best possible knowledge to be able to fulfil their work. If you're interested in support with any of our safety, HR or compliance services, or you want to train to be a transport manager or need driver CPC training, give us a call today. Um, with a transport manager, when, when somebody comes on a course and passes the exam, uh, you're thinking about them, would, you know, on a wet Wednesday afternoon, uh, would you be happy with them running your fleet? Uh, it could, can you trust them? Have they got the skills and knowledge and can they apply that skills and knowledge when, when, the, you know, when it really matters, when, uh, you know, in, in, the, in the sort of general hub and run of things. So, um, yeah, so I'll be, I'll be investigating that. It's really, a, 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 you know, as a, hopefully some pe- people will get something out of it um, in terms of learning about transport manager, uh, that part of it. And uh, hopefully they'll, uh, you know, it'll start a wider debate in the industry around, you know, why are we going with this transport manager uh, exam? The fact that um, I was doing some research this morning and freight between the UK and the EU, freight has uh, has diminished 
since sort of two, I think it was 2015, from 2015 to 2022, there has been a 36% drop in the number of UK, and in, in the, the amount of freight being shipped from the UK into Europe by UK hauliers. And that's not saying that that freight isn't still going some way, but that's by UK hauliers. So my wonder is, does the does the the international part of the exam, which everybody now has to complete and take, uh, irrespective of the license type they're having, uh, does that still is that still fit for purpose, or should we go back to a time where there's a national and an international uh, uh, opportunity for the exam? So uh, yeah, hopefully that'll be uh, that'll open that debate up. But we we've, we've been discussing uh, transport manager just recently and the fact that. We're going to be a little bit honest here. We we do struggle to make a breakthrough into that uh, into that market and getting numbers onto our courses. So what what, what do you think that might be, Pete? What what's the? Yeah, absolutely. I I think for for a start, I think I'm really interested to hear what you got to say on Thursday. Um, so hopefully people who want to learn more will be able to uh, come along and have a listen, mate. But um, yeah, I think uh, with regards to Transport Manager CPC, we've been running it as a business now for just over a year. We've been accredited by SILT as a learning partner for yeah just over a year doing the Transport Manager. And actually, we've not it's not been um, a runaway success in that our first time pass rate's incredible. Um, you know, we've... Um, We've, we've done a fantastic uh, quality training and we've had fantastic feedback as well. But we've just struggled for numbers, um, being brutally honest. And I think it's interesting because I've been reflecting on it. And I think that the tricky thing is, is that the trade organisations seem to have transport manager CPC sewn so, up. Yeah. And uh, we're really struggling to make a breakthrough. I think if people are listening to this and they do transport manager CPC training... I'm interested to hear what you do that that works so well because we've we've tried numerous stuff, uh, paid ads and what have you, and ultimately it's been a real challenge. And what we end up try, having to do is kind of fight to the bottom, um, mm. and we're 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 really struggling to break out of the comp- competing with uh, those people who are selling it for the cheapest possible price. Yeah. Um, you know, considering we're still. I think we're at thick end of a grand off the price against the trade organisation. So, but we're still we're probably also about double the price of a really cheap uh, or the cheapest that I've seen for yeah. the offering. So, um, we sit very much in the middle uh, in the middle ground as a quality independent operator, which is where I've uh, as from a strategic point of view, as where I was, where I've pitched flagship partners uh, as a business. And um, yeah, I think it's it, it it's not been um, as uh, it's not run away with it as, as quickly as I thought. And you know, I know I know these things take time, but we are sort of a year in, so um, you know, I'm not thinking for us to do away with it anytime soon. And I know we've got a lot of plans in the pipeline about offering a blended option. Online, and, yeah, 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 and we're sort of building online options as well, which I think is going to be really. I think that'll be really popular because I think there's only a few there's only a few businesses that really offer that as an option, and I think that we're really going to be a really credible alternative, and we're going to have an innovative approach to that. So uh, I think that's going to be quite exciting when that comes out later this year. Um, but yeah, ultimately, from a classroom point of view, I guess I guess it's a challenge because the other issue we've got is we're in Peterborough, so we're kind of uh, competing with. The there's nose. quite a yeah, bit of competition yeah. locally. Yeah, there is. There is a yeah. Obviously, we, we're in the same same town as uh, as as one of the big trade organisations, and so that uh, you know I thought that might be an advantage rather than a disadvantage because. Uh, you know, people might want to come and give us a give us a go, but you know, we've always had that 
that uh, we've always had the philosophy, me and Peter discussed this many times, we've always had the philosophy that it's, and, and linking back to, to what I'm going to talk about on Thursday, um, the philosophy that we're not just a factory for getting people through the exam, because you can do that uh, if you if you cheat slightly and cheat the system slightly by just, you know, uh, I know some training organisations, they will literally just for the whole, you know, second part of the week or the second week will just get candidates doing paper after paper after paper and they just learn the questions and that's never been our philosophy we want to give people not just the opportunity to pass the exam but give people the opportunity to step into that role as a transport manager with with no gaps in their knowledge or with as very few as gaps as we can possibly uh, muster so it's not just about getting people to pass an exam it's about giving them the quality of the training making opening their eyes to some of the things that happen in the industry and hopefully better preparing them for for the role rather than just simply getting them a bit of paper at the end of the day yeah absolutely i think um i think the key thing is that we um we're keen to speak to bigger corporate businesses around their transport manager offering i think is the key thing that uh you know if you're if you're listening and you're a company that train multiple transport managers uh, we'd like to have a chat with you and understand who you're using and why you're choosing to use them and how, you know, flagship can help offer more than just a transport manager qualification, but actually understanding the skill set and the gap that's required between fulfilling that exam and actually carrying out the role because mm. we're looking to we're looking to not just get people passing the exam, but actually deliver to you good quality transport managers who are who are competent to do a, a good job for you. Absolutely. So, so last but not by no means least, MP, this star speaker that we've got, um, I, I'm kind of guessing that the uh, that the sort of headline act um, uh, might, might be somebody we, we, we know reasonably well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so interestingly, I'm talking about earned recognition. So um, I really wanted to talk about um, ongoing culture and CPD challenges in, in organisations, but I'll have to save that for a later date um, because I quite enjoy um, I quite enjoy talking about those things these days. Uh, but yeah, earned recognition is really exciting, and I think I'm going to do my bit to try and promote it as a as a really good quality scheme for people to join. Um, that it isn't as big and scary as uh, many people perceive it to be. And, uh, and and actually the end recognition team are, are really good quality professionals who will help you um, become a better organisation. And the audit process is fantastic. It's really, really robust. And I'm going to give people a bit of insight into what to expect if they were interested to go through the end recognition process. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, that sounds, uh, you know, a lot of people, I, I, I you know, looking at earned recognition, um, I think it's gaining traction now, isn't mm. it? I think it was... It was uh, people were very wary of it to start with for for no reason, um, but it is gaining traction now, and I think that you know in the fullness of time, I think it will be the standard as opposed to something that only uh, the top operators do, which of course it isn't. Um, you know that the, the earned recognition is full of full of operators of a of a small and medium size that that just want to you know work and, and operate to the to the highest standards, and you know without that sort of onerous. Uh, myth that they they think is is there so yeah no looking forward to that because uh, you know i need to catch up a little bit with that recognition myself to be fair so well there you go your opportunity is on yeah, thursday absolutely. mate so yeah um yeah we're looking forward to it hopefully uh, hopefully you'll join us we are looking to do these on a quarterly basis 
Um, so do uh, do keep in touch. Certainly, uh, if you haven't uh, already, uh, email uh, Tracy at flagshippartners.co.uk and she'll put you on the mailing list for the future events if you haven't heard about it. Um, and uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you in Peterborough uh, on Thursday, the 23rd of March, 2023. Uh, obviously, if you're listening to this after that date, it's a shame you missed it. Was it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was a great event. Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. The cake was amazing. The speakers it, were wonderful. It was a great event. Abso- so, yeah. Absolutely incredible event. And uh, make sure you sign up to the future ones, right? Um, and then just whilst whilst we're at it, and we're talking about CPD for transport managers, I've been told that we don't plug the Fleet Geeks peer-to-peer group quite enough on the pod. So right. here we are. Here I am to tell you or remind you uh, that not only is the Fleet Geeks podcast freely available to you, we also have free networking. Uh, which occurs on the, I think it's the third, second or third Saturday of the month uh, and also on the last Wednesday of the month at 10am. Um, so you've got a Saturday option and a Wednesday option for free networking with John and myself. And also we do the peer-to-peer group, uh, which is a fantastic mentoring program. It is a paid-for service, but it's absolutely fantastic. And I open it up to you uh, on a trial free basis for the first month so you can come along and see how it is no hard sell from us at all uh, but it's a really good opportunity for you to develop and if you, you employ transport managers it's a great thing to put them on to uh, to be able to help uh, develop them as well because they get to get mentored by peers who know their, their own peers and also our mentors who really do know their know their onions yeah, absolutely. I think everybody involved in that group so far has had uh, incredibly good value out of it, and yeah. uh, you know we've all learnt uh, from it. To, you know, to 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 a great extent. So uh, yeah, can't can't uh, can't recommend that enough. Brilliant. Thanks, Mike. Catch you soon, and thanks for listening. Lovely. See you all on Thursday. Yeah. See you Thursday. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please share with your friends and colleagues too. Join us for free on Facebook with the Fleet Geeks community for transport and fleet managers. Fleet Geeks offers ongoing professional development, networking and mentoring too. So get in touch with me, Pete Rushmer, on any social media platform to find out more.